Keisha, get your lazy <laughs> up and stop making breakfast for the boys before I come in there and get you up myself, yelled Keisha's Aunt Nanny. It was 5.30 in the morning, and 16-year-old Keisha barely moved off the couch where she slept. She knew from years of experience that her aunt's warning was only an idle threat, for now, and that she had at least 25 more minutes before her aunt would come into the living room to make good on her promise. So she stayed just where she was. Keisha had lived with her aunt Ninny for almost five years and was more than used to all her aunt's threats, intimidation, swearing, and plain old evilness. Ever since Keisha had come up to New York from Charleston, South Carolina, at the age of twelve, Aunt Ninny had seemed to despise her. Keisha was exceptionally skinny and dark-skinned, with the kind of short, close-cropped hair that black folks were taught to despise. Her facial features were strong, keen, and sharp, and her country accent, the way she dressed, and her out-of-place behaviors caused her to be ridiculed by her classmates the moment she asked to introduce herself in class. Keisha had long accepted that she was different and adapted to the loneliness of being an outcast. She was born poor and fatherless to a mother who bore baby after baby, six in all, in an effort to find acceptance in her small life. Keisha became only a number a number that was forced to vie for attention and survive on her own wit or starve in the interim. But it wasn't only because Keisha's mother had a hard time raising her children that Keisha was sent up north to live with her aunt Ninny. It was also that Keisha had got into a situation. When a situation happened in the South, it was something that was not to be discussed. It was only to be dealt with, no questions asked. The Simmons household in the South needed relief from that situation, and the best way to handle it was to get rid of it. When her uncle Polk, who had lived in New York for over fifty years, did the family duty of picking Keisha up from the Greyhound, Aunt Nanny's eyes seemed to light up with excitement at the arrival of her sister's firstborn child. Keisha stood wide-eyed and awkward as she held all her meager belongings in a pillowcase. Her aunt graciously whisked her in and said, Come give your auntie Ninny a hug. And she squeezed Keisha lovingly in her arms. She told her two boys, Eric and Andrew, to come and give their cousin a hug and a kiss. They did. Afterward, she helped Keisha take off her matted and too small sweater. Welcome to your new home, baby, as Ninny inspected the plaits in her niece's hair. She frowned and said, First thing Arnie gonna do is take you to Wilma's on 125th Street and get that head of yours done. Uncle Polk was in his seventies and was the first member of the Simmons family to move to New York back in the fifties. Settling in Harlem, he rented a small room and went out looking for work. Not long after he arrived, he landed a doorman's job at the premier Waldorf Astoria in the heart of the city and became a permanent fixture at the hotel for the next forty years. He was good-natured, and a very well-to-do black man for his time. He put his four kids through college and became the pillar of the Simmons family. Over the years, he became sort of a sponsor to the rest of the family, who wanted to move out of the dreaded South and find solace in the promised land, the big city, New York. 
He would pay the way for each and every family member to New York, find them a place to stay, and help them along until they got a job and were on their feet. The only thing he asked in return was that they help out any family who wanted to come up north just as he had helped them. His niece, Ninny, was one such that he helped to settle in New York. It was time for her to return the favor. Uncle Polk, take off your coat and let me heat you up some dinner. He smiled and said, No, I can't. Doris is waiting right now for me to pick her up from church. And you know not to keep old Doris waiting too long. Ninny chuckled and agreed. Yeah, I know how Auntie Doris gets when she waiting too long. She liable to cuss you out soon as you see her. They laughed as they walked to the door. Oh, yeah, I almost forgot. Polk reached in his coat pocket and pulled out an envelope and handed it to her. Just a little something to help you out with some expenses. Oh, Uncle Polk? You ain't have to do that. Child, please. It's my pleasure. We family got to stick together. She nodded and walked into the door. I'll drop by at the end of the month, he assured Ninny, and drop you off something again. Polk beamed down at Keisha and said, You in good hands now. You with family, little girl. He kissed Ninny one last time and was on his way.